Hi, hello, welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host, Nay Renly. My guest once again, Antu. Hi, Antu. Uh, hey, uh, how are you today? Quite ill. <laughs> how about you? Uh, yeah, well, I'm good. Uh, I slept okay on the couch, it, uh, and thank you for breakfast. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope I didn't keep you up by throwing up all night. Uh, no, that, that was totally fine. I... That's just what I like to do on Wednesdays. <laughs> I throw up a lot. Uh, this is minute number 99. It begins at 1 hour 38 minutes and finishes at 1 hour 38 minutes and 59 seconds. This scene begins with Peg continuing to read the email off her phone, revealing that the factory is in fact a sweatshop. Sweatshops, please advise. And then you replied, sounds perfect, thanks. With your emoji dabbing. Please tell me you did not think sweatshops are where they make sweatpants. Oh my God. Miles is gonna pay me off. He said if I take full responsibility for the sweatshops, he'll pay me the value of my shares. 30 million. I will do whatever I have to do to save myself, and he is my only lifeline. Couldn't I have my secret phone back? No. And it ends with Helen summarizing, they all had a motive to protect Miles, and they were all there that night. So what now, detective? This just never happens in Clue. That's because it's a terrible game. They all had a motive to protect Miles. They were all there that night. So what now, detective? Things are heating up, <laughs> would you say? Yeah, certainly are. Like, uh... At this point in the film, we, we don't know who the guilty party is. And according to Helen's, like, clue check sheet, like, everyone has motive and opportunity. So things are heating up for sure. So one thing I don't understand is she marked off uh, Duke as having a motive. But why? Oh, okay. It's because he still wanted Miles to get him on his yeah. new show before, even though that's not going to happen. He would have had a motive to keep him. Yeah. Wait, no. Why? That's why he had a motive to protect Miles before, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. By getting the envelope and yeah, winning his yeah, favor. Yeah. Right. Um. So Birdie thinks that sweatshops are where they make sweatpants, mm -hmm. which isn't one hundred percent wrong, but, <laughs> yeah, but it's mostly wrong. <laughs> that is true. That is a very obscure uh, observation. In the Venn diagram of sweatshops and places that make sweatpants, there is an overlap. And I guess that's probably her store is right there in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> Sweetums or what was it called? No, that was Parks and Rec. No, no. Yeah, I can't remember. It's called Sweet Something. I, yeah. I watched it last night. I should remember. Uh, no. And I, I like the detail that in in the response to the email, to an email that mm -hmm. says this is a sweatshop, she put the dabbing emoji. <laughs> I think, again, this is all like, uh, the, the scene is mostly just Jessica Henwick describing, like doing, like delivering all this uh, wonderful sort of uh, the reveal and all that, all of it. Even like, we Birdie never admits like unambiguously that she did think it was a sweatshop. It was all worked out by Peg's character and stuff. Right, yeah. She's... Peg is so disappointed in her. Uh, one thing I've read about uh, Birdie is just like 
<laughs> she seems like one of the worst sort of like out of touch uh, white people. Like, but she's friends with all these people of color. <laughs> like, I, if I was Peg, I would have quit years ago. Hmm. Someone, someone's got to keep her from. Well, maybe they don't. Maybe they should start protecting her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Running no. PR for this terrible person. Like earlier in the movie, uh, I think it's Helen that brings it up as Helen as Cassandra brings it up, like that uh, Birdie went on Oprah and compared herself to Harriet Tubman. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, that's a friendship ending thing for me. Like, I, I would <laughs> Yeah, that usually... Man, being her PR person, though, you'd have to be so good. I mean, apparently, she survived all these scandals. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. hats off to Peg, I guess. <laughs> and but. again, I think this is all like really well written. Like, sort of, I think obviously this has a lot of like roots in reality, like a lot of out of touch celebrities and the rich and powerful. Like, again, this is all really good. Yeah. She's probably done a lot of apology videos. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now the clue sheet is full for Helen and this never happens in clue, which Blanc says that's because it's a terrible game. <laughs> Probably just replace that with a clip from the film because it sounded <laughs> terrible. But anyway, I agree. I don't like clue. <laughs> Did anything else happen in this minute? No, that's pretty much it. You're Nailed it all down. <laughs> oh, well, I guess Miles is going to pay for the full share of her. Yeah. The whole price for her shares, which is $30 million. And that's why she's going to take the blame, mm-hmm. which it sounds like she should because yeah, she, cause, like, it is she, her fault. <laughs> she emoji emoji her way into like uh, getting into sweatshops. So, yeah, she deserves <laughs> the blame completely. Yeah. And uh, I guess Miles is just going to pay her off. But that's the reason why she now also has a motive to protect Miles. Mm. Yeah. Uh, great. Um, uh, thanks sorry, for being uh, on again. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk more. Don't, don't you have like a Thursday question or something? No, only odd day questions. But here, oh. I'll, I'll just come up with one. Okay. Peanut butter or Vegemite? <laughs> 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 that has nothing to do with nice out <laughs> you gotta go uh uh no i vegemite is pretty good like i don't miss it you know like since i've been in north america but like you know some vegemite with uh, a little butter like i assume darren's gonna edit all this out. <laughs> he'd prefer you we talk about marmite i know <laughs> but, but uh how about this what did you think because I'm guessing you weren't on at the end of Knives Out, the first one of that podcast. So what were your thoughts on that whole movie since you couldn't share spoilers during your episodes? Um, and I, I, you know, I, again, I think just like Glass Onion, I think it's just, I, I prefer Knives Out over um, Glass Onion. I just think Knives Out is incredible. It's just uh, really hard to top that movie. And, you know, there was all those interviews with Johnson saying that, writing this writing glass onion was like the hardest thing he's ever done like even more harder than writing the last jedi which <laughs> which is funny to me but uh, no yeah i thought nights out was incredible it's just really well done you got all the politics of it all and just even you know i think what makes sets knives out apart from this movie is like you know we get the reveal that you know we know what happens with the victim and it's all trying to work out 
the conspiracies and who would benefit from it, which, which is just like this movie, really. But yeah. Yeah. I also preferred Knives Out, but I, I love this one, too. I think this yeah. one, you know, being a seeming like a COVID movie, having to be <laughs> more of a confined one, probably helped Anne Hurt in some ways. But yeah. they tie it all in, so. I, I think this is a, like a really strong follow up. I, you know, it's you know you couldn't ask for anything better. I, you know, I did I did not want more knives out. If you want, if you know what I mean, you know, just like a retread right. of the first. And yeah, it changed enough. Hmm. How about this? Since Bertie thinks that a sweatshop is where they make sweatpants, to her mind, the email she got was, "That place you want to make your clothes at." Just so you know, it's a place where they make sweatpants. Please advise. And she's like, that sounds great. Why would they even write that email if there was not some other connotation? I'm I'm guessing Bertie is just really like stupid and ignorant. That's the main point of it. But yeah, I I think, you know, the the guy who wrote your email says it's one of the most notorious sweatshops in the world, I think. And he's like, yeah, that's that's great. Sounds great to me, even. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for, for being here again. Uh, where can people find you if they want uh, to find you on the Internet? Uh, you can find me on X at... <laughs> God damn it, I hate saying X. Uh, I will say Twitter. Find me at Twitter at... The onto T H E A N H T U. And you can find this podcast at Glass Onion Min, all one word. Min as in short for minute, not as, you know, a group of fellers. <laughs> or minions, you know, like Glass Onion Minions. Like maybe they're short for that. Glass <laughs> Onion Minions. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I assume that refers to like a like a cover album of Beatles songs by the Minions. Just white album era, though. <laughs> you mean they're not collaborating too much? It's mostly you can <laughs> yeah. tell which tracks are. I wish I knew uh, a Minions yeah. name so I could put that in there. <laughs> Doug? I don't know. <laughs> well, goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, I will see you tomorrow. All right. Night-night. Night. night. <laughs>